Daniel has been making films in the area for a while. And there was a point where I was getting really into writing music for film, but I didn't know anybody who made films and nobody ever asked me to do that, but I, I wanted to do it. So I just started finding them and downloading them and making new music, right? Oh, for wow, these, okay. for movies that I thought were cool. And uh, I remembered um, that Daniel was showing a, a movie he made. And so I found the video and I wrote music for the trailer and, and I just sent it to him. Like, hey, you know, I'm, I made this. Here you go. Yeah. Thank you to our sponsors, Kitchen Magic, Michael Bernadine with Remax Real Estate, Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub, made possible in Lehigh Valley, and Wind Creek Event Center. Also, we just released a Lehigh Valley hot dog map, so I really encourage you to check that out if you are interested in hot dogs at all. You can get all that information at lvwithlove.com or just check it out in our show notes and let's get to the show. Welcome to this episode of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. We're here to talk about the upcoming Forest Primeval um, performance taking place at the Ice House. I'm your host, George Wacker, and we're with musician and composer Alex Duquette and filmmaker Daniel Pashis to talk about their upcoming performance of the Forest Primeval that I just talked about on February 3rd at the wonderful Ice House in Bethlehem. The original performance showcases the duo's short films, photography, spoken word, and live music. Uh, for people who are watching this, and, and if you're not watching, you can just take a look at our show notes to get some of these awesome uh, pieces of imagery I'm just going to show it to everybody. It's really is some striking stuff, and that's why one of the reasons I originally reached out, I'm really excited to talk about this with you guys. So welcome aboard thanks Thank for having you. us yeah sure. um so let's get started with who are you guys where did you where did you come from i guess i'll start with with alex can you kind of give me a little bit of, of your background are you from the lehigh valley originally or, or how did you uh become interested in music and all this wonderful stuff yeah well i've got um i've got family in the valley my mom's family is all from allentown i grew up in lansdale um, and I moved to Bethlehem. I feel like I keep underestimating this number. I, I keep saying 11 years ago, it may be more. At this point. It's like, yeah. <laughs> After you reach that decade is gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I keep saying, I've been saying 10 years for three years at this point. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I'm, uh, a musician in the area. I'm a bass player mostly. And, uh, I I stuck around after school because I I had people to play with here and I really liked the music scene. My my friends were all people I met through shows at you know like the Secret Art Space and yeah yeah right um, because you guys know Matt Mul Mulchini and, and yeah. that's where you recorded with him yeah so yeah yeah absolutely yeah he helped me out with this this EP. Um, so I, I've I've been in the area ever since. I, I really like it, and I'm I'm glad I'm here. And, and Daniel, same question to you: are, are you from the area originally, or how did you wind up here? Yeah, I I actually I grew up in Coopersburg. Um, I went away for college and uh, a couple of I had residencies and some other things after college, but ended up uh, 
living in Bethlehem for a while after coming back. And eventually, I actually live in Quakertown right now. Um, that I have a, a farm that I've been running for the last seven years. Um, okay. So that actually okay. plays into the work as well. Um, so the more of the the off season and the downtime is spent with the uh, the filmmaking and collaboration. I guess that explains some of this imagery. I mean, I'm not going to take too much time, but I can see uh, some of that with it. Let's and, and mm -hmm. talk about you two together. How, did you originally meet kind of in that whole art space of of uh, shared mutual friends, or how did you guys originally meet? Yeah, well, I mean, we it's a lot of mutual friends. Um, I mean, some people that I've known just in the Lehigh Valley art and music scene uh, for years. But then uh, Alex, and Alex can speak to this, that it seemed like there was a music scene that kind of came out of the Moravian crew kind of thing yeah. um, right. that you have a, various people that you have connected with. And I just happened to be friends with them through the art scene. And then Alex mm -hmm. and I eventually connected on that. Yeah. Are you I mean, a Moravian grad, Alex? Yeah. Yeah. I, I Me graduated. Too. In, yeah. Two, go Habs. Yeah. I graduated a little bit before you, but, but yeah, go have it. No, it's awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think uh, with Daniel, it, it was one of those things where um, I feel like we were just seeing each other at events enough that you eventually, you know, like, I keep, I keep seeing you. Right? And, uh, <laughs> we should, we should. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which is interesting because for the, I guess for the lay person, right? When you're, when you're meeting different musicians or artists, I guess the first thing would be like, hey, let's start a band. But this is way beyond that. This is something that, that really takes a lot of different uh, aspects. So how do you approach this? Were you doing separate types of projects and then brought them together? Or can you, can you talk a little bit about how this type of collaboration came about? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll jump on this, yeah. Um, so uh, Daniel ha you know, has has been making films in the area for a while. And there was a point where I was getting really into writing music for film, but I didn't know anybody who made films and nobody ever asked me to do that, but I, I wanted to do it. So I just started finding them and downloading them and making new music, right? For these, for movies that I thought were cool. And uh, I remembered um, that Daniel, was showing a, a movie he made at like, where did you show it? it? It's available at Lehigh, but it was at, you know, the Blind Willow, right? You did a show there. Um, and so I found the video and I wrote music for the trailer and and I just sent it to him. It's like, hey, you know, I, I made this, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> and how is that when you're like that's gonna be kind of i mean flattering number one but pretty cool to be like somebody's collaborating <laughs> without even my knowledge right yeah no it was great i because i actually it was uh around the same time that i started my farm and uh that my wife had our daughter so i wasn't actually making new film at that point and so to have kind of out of the blue to get an email saying, hey, I, I rescored your trailer. Uh, I hope you're not mad at me. 
Um, and it actually, like, it, it was pitch perfect. Like, it actually, the, the mood of uh, the visuals seemed to connect really well. And things that I uh, had in my head just, just seemed to work out. And it sort of led to us, us we met up a few times after that and discussed projects. And then when he had an EP, um, Close Keeping came out a few years after that. And I used one of the tracks off of that as well and made a video to his audio. So it was kind of a back and forth that sometimes he's, he's taking a piece of video that I give him or he steals it offline. And he adds audio to it um, versus other times that uh, I've, I've taken a couple of his songs um, off of albums or unreleased material that he'll get me before it's on an album. And then I can create a visual to go with it. So it's kind of it's been a, a back and forth over the last, yeah, five, five to seven years. Okay. And uh, Alex, when scoring for a film or writing for a film, um, how is that different than maybe when you're writing a song or, or you're in a band? Is that is there a different approach to that? And do you have a different, like, I don't know, satisfaction from, from that type of composing? Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of satisfaction, like, it's, it, it's just very, very inspiring to me right to have this external sort of visual because with the way I write a lot of times it is more about creating a, like a mood and mm -hmm. that can come from sort of remembering a place I've been or like a place I just was but to have this external like this is the mood this is the visual like how do I hold that up that's really fun for me and that's why I like doing it and seek it out um but I, since my main instrument is bass, I play in a lot of other bands and I've learned about supporting other people's uh, visions and what the song's trying to say. So I think something I've taken from that is that when I have a, a sort of long form visual, I try to find like what maybe is the almost the peak or what was supposed to be the focus of that. And once I found that, that sort of gives me this like this anchor, this sort of target. Like I'm I'm creating a piece of music that builds to this, right? And if if I'm keeping those elements of like rhythm and harmony that I still connect with, that that creates this uh, like a form I have to be able to fit into those anchors. Like you know, like if there's two points that yeah. I think these two scenes are really important, these moments. How do I connect these in a way that still feels very musical? And it becomes this really, really cool uh, puzzle that I like. It's so neat because I, I, I get to sound so, like I have no idea, you know, to, yeah. to write music that way just seems so, so interesting because again, you're not writing like you would like a guitar at a campfire mm -hmm. or trying to come up with a nice yeah. you know, thing. You're really looking at the, the source material and then building around that or building to it. Mm -hmm. um, Daniel from a, a filmmaker and I don't want to just say filmmaker we'll talk about a lot of the other art as well but from a, a filmmaker's perspective how cool is like do you get goosebumps when some, when he would like send you something and it connects with the work that you're doing it must be like a neat feeling to see another artist add on 
Absolutely. Yeah, I I haven't um, I haven't really collaborated with uh, many other people over the years. I, I had one one other uh, local musician, uh, Ian Hansen, who moved away uh, about a decade ago as well. But um, other than him, I I really have not had other people that I've worked with, and part of it is that most of the work is you know done in a basement or attic space by myself away from everybody sure. um, for extended periods of time. So <laughs> to have it now where a lot of it, it it's extremely complimentary to the point that it it's, it's on equal footing. Like it's not, not just a, you know, I, I, I shot this movie and you're going to put some background music in it, but instead it, it really ends up being, these are equal parts the visual and the audio that they don't once once you see them together they they can't exist apart from each other <laughs> um that they really are you know an essential part yeah. of the, the feeling to it and it's, it's like been it's been really with alex i you know numerous meetings but even phone conversations that uh i don't i don't talk to a lot of people outside of the, you know, far, I get farmer's market interaction on Saturdays. And then the rest of the week, it's basically like the, the, the kid and, and my wife and that's it. And that's fine. Um, and the woods Alex, and the streams and the, yeah. The sheep. The sheep <laughs> and the chickens. Uh, yeah. I, but, but it really, with Alex, like we've had numerous, you know, half hour, hour long conversations okay. about, you know, this is a three minute piece, but we're going to end up, you know, rambling about which, which movements play into it and, and, and how these, these different beats work. And it, it, in general, just, he, uh, he's been an amazing collaborator on this work. And then we talked about the, the sheeps and the farm and, and all that. Can you dive a little bit more? Cause it's not just filmmaking, when we're talking about right. the forest, the forest primeval, can Daniel, can you talk a little bit about some of the other art that you're bringing with it? So I know a, a short film, but there is some spoken word. Um, and sure. Alex, we can talk about the live music too. But this is more of a comprehensive type work. Can can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're um, we're heavily promoting on social media, but. In reality, the show is kind of a, an anti-social media. Um, that that it it really is. That, yeah. uh, it it's meant to be a, a sit down. You know, there, there's a there's a gallery from seven to eight o'clock, but then the actual show at eight o'clock um, is the combination of uh, Alex playing live, the video, which some of it will just have. Uh, the score that's already on it and playing as if you're in a movie theater watching a movie, but then there will be other ones that Alex is going to be playing a live version of the score um, along with the visuals on the screen. Uh, I have a, a number of spoken word pieces that uh, I, they're personal narrative uh, work, but it's basically there will be uh, narratives that Alex will be playing and there will be photos and other shorter video pieces that all kind of work together into a cohesive program. Um, that it, it's, it's meant to be 
something that people can sit and experience together. And it does have a lot of, uh, you'll see a lot of running themes with the, the, the masks and the mask making stuff is in there, uh, both in the gallery and in some of the films, uh, a lot of nature in general has, uh, been a huge influence both on me and on Alex, as far as, you know, getting out into the forest and recording stuff, but also, right. you know, being right. every day on the farm and the majority of my time is, is spent, you know, in the soil. And this is a very, uh, very earthy, very grounded kind of feeling to a lot of us. Yeah, it was great. Like, I don't know, clearly what caught my eye was the imagery to begin with. And then as I was reading about it and the collaboration with it, uh, and then that is what, like, can you talk about that? Like, this is, that's a mask, I'm assuming, right? Because this is on somebody's head. Talk about that piece yeah. in general. Like, what are we looking at? Yeah, I, you know, I, because I, I got into, um, I, because well, I, people I who can't see of... who, are, who are listening, this is, a, is it like an antelope? What is that? Uh, it's a, it's a scimitar horned uh, okay. oryx. So it's, an and it's about, I think it's about 25, 20 to 25 pounds. Looks um, like Cause it's clay. Uh, so it's, it, I, cause I got into the sculpting. Um, you uh, sculpted that? A few years back. That's a sculpted piece of yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. And it, it does. Wow. Wow! I, like that. <laughs> I can't. I can't really tell what's going on because there's no eye no, holes I mean, or ear holes. <laughs> dude, that's amazing. I mean, clearly but, we're we're over the internet, but like, yeah, I didn't. If you told me if I had to guess what that was made out of, and you gave me a hundred guesses, maybe I'd get to clay. <laughs> that is amazing. That's really neat. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go on. I, well, it, no, no, because the the clay, because uh, it it starts with the the filmmaking, uh, the sculptural stuff was starting to come into it, um, and it just the clay is so much more tactile that I I like, other than having paper mache or uh, the latex or something like that or foam, um, I like having something that afterwards I can I can put on a pedestal and and put in a gallery or have you know mounted on a wall. That it has a, a weight to it, um, but yeah, that because that that was a few years ago that I started to get into it, and then that mask was specifically made for the promotions uh, for this piece. That's amazing. Um, sorry, this threw me off. I thought that was like a real. <laughs> I mean, it's real. You know what I mean? Uh, that's really so. In, in doing some of that, you had talked about yeah, heading out to the farmers market, seeing some people once in a while. During COVID, yeah. I think a lot of people in the last couple of years, you know, some of that connection has been lost. Um, mm -hmm. Do you feel an event like this, Alex, whether it's playing music in front of people again or Daniel, whether it's, you know, showcasing things to a crowd of people, how does it feel to kind of come back into that and we're having events like this again? Uh, that's got to be feel good to be able to share some of the stuff that you've been doing. Mm -hmm. uh, Alex, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they it it feels to me like it, it's become so much more important, right? 
like um, sort of having all that taken away for a while uh, sort of like grounded me in like, no, this is what I want to do. Like if there was any question before about what I want to do in terms of performing and playing music, it was not being able to do it for two years, right? And, but it also sort of made it so like, I need to make sure that it's what I'm doing is like special and important to me and to the people that are willing to come out and be a part of it. And Daniel, the same type of question, you know, has it, are you looking forward to the show in, in the sense of being able to, to really, you know, show this to people? I mean, I, I know that's an obvious type of question, but uh, it, it just feels yeah. like a, a really, and we'll talk about the ice house in a minute. It just feels great to have events like this in the ice house. Yeah. No, definitely. I, you know, I, it's one of these things cause I, it, it's been probably over a decade at this point since I've, had you know an art show so it actually COVID oh, didn't really affect that it was you're, uh, you're general, general life decisions sure um but i i think uh because i for a while have been focused on the art making and the shows and then i kind of switched gears to focus on the farm um and now it's it's only been within the last few years that i've been able to switch back to now kind of combining the two and so this show is kind of the first real time to, yeah, to combine the two passions together and see how well they work. Um, and in general, I, you know, like I said before with the social media thing where I, the idea of, of I, we were talking about this, Alex and I were the Instagram uh, to count it as a view on Instagram that it's, it's three seconds if somebody doesn't click away three seconds, it counts as a view. And I'm like, I all right. <laughs> if you take any of the films that we've been working on and just take the first three seconds and say, all right, well, I'm I'm staring at some snow, or I'm staring at some leaves, or I'm staring at like a you know blank empty thing for three seconds. Mm -hmm. Like nobody's gonna want to watch that. So it just this was really just to have people uh, you know more involved in. The, the performative and, and actually having an experience rather than just uh, being able to scroll away from it that quickly. Yeah. Or, you know, go to the next TikTok and, and, and let, right. listen, you know, those are probably not going away. Right. So like, yeah. how can you, yeah. how can you find balance in that? And I think that that's mm -hmm. something we're experiencing events like this. And we'll talk about the ice house. Now we've done some comedy shows there mm -hmm. uh, for people who aren't familiar with it. It's a former ice house on the canal in Bethlehem on Sand Island um, behind the wooden match. People might be familiar with that. Uh, Alex, for this show, do you, do you feel like this is a, a great venue to be able to have it? I, I mean, it's just such a nice, open, um, folksy type place. Yeah. You know, I feel like it really works with what you guys are trying to do. Oh yeah. I mean, in terms of like having the space, right. To have this right. like massive space to be able to show a movie, play the music, right. That, and, and even have, you know, we're going to have a gallery out in the lobby of, of the things in the movie, like the space itself is perfect. And I, I also think, you know, there, there's a lot of good venues that are very like purpose specific. Like you just, you just want to show your, your band or you want a place where people can eat and drink and hang out right. and listen. Um, 
but to have a space that's so open to like uh, just a presentation of something like this without that, you know, obviously you want people to come, you want to make it enticing for people to come, but to have it be like the event is the most important part. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not just having to like move, move drinks and tickets and that sort of thing is amazing. And the person who runs it was, was excited when we talked, you know, when we first met with, with him. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's fun too. Yeah, I'm like, they do. You talk about the guy; he does like all the puppet shows and everything. There. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Royzen, Doug Royzen. Yeah, uh, amazing stuff, and it's so yeah. it's great just to have. Show. I'm biased because I live near it, you know. So it's yeah. great to, to have those shows. It's just fun to have that space. Um, I don't want you guys to predict your future or move on too far from from this. But do you have plans to con- Continue to collaborate, or are you just going to kind of get through this show, and then we'll we'll see what will happen. <laughs> and then never, yeah, never so. talk again. <laughs> yeah, we're done. I think we had talked about um, some other possible venues in the Lehigh Valley. A couple of friends have already touched base to try to do another uh, mm-hmm. showing of some kind. Um, the nice part is, I there's film pieces some that are you know in the can done and we're screening them but there's also stuff that nobody's seen yet that we're looking forward to bring that in here as well awesome yeah and then alex do you play do you have any bands you're in currently that you're like playing out yeah with or? yeah yeah i'm i'm pretty lucky to get to play with with a bunch of people um you know, lately, I've been playing with a, a drummer um, named John Morgan Kimmock, who's who's yeah. been booking some shows with our friend Justin Mazer, and a singer named Dominic Angelella, um, Hezekiah Jones. Just uh, you know, sure. I I've fallen in with some musicians I really like to play with. <laughs> and I'm glad they keep calling me. Uh, no, it's great. I don't. We we have Daniel, and not his fault. He's out on the farm. No. The internet yeah. might be a little bit uh, difficult there. We're gonna. Hey, we'll we'll keep talking that. through this. If Dan comes back yeah. in, awesome. <laughs> if I hope not, so. I'm glad that we got through because because honestly, yeah. we're 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 about the point where we're gonna say goodbye and make pe- sure people know how to find out all the information. Yeah. Um, I'm bringing this back on screen for people yeah. who can see it. If you can't. We have all the links to everybody's social media and the websites in our show notes. The easiest way to find out about this show is to go to icehousetonight.org. Yes. They'll have the information in there. Uh, but you guys have your own you know, personal stuff. I know you, you go by Sailcloth on, mm-hmm. um, on social media. Yeah. So you know, there's other ways for people to, to find your art. Dan, you're back. There's more <laughs> there's places to no, you. It was great because Alex was talking while while you were gone, so it worked out perfectly. <laughs> um, but there are other places for, for people to take in your art, and we will have both all those links in our show notes for if you want to check out Sailcloth or go to uh, Pash. I, I'm not. I'm going to get it wrong, but it's p a a s hyphen h a u s dot com, um, and also if you look up Sailcloth on. Uh, I was checking you out on SoundCloud, but you also have yeah. a website and all that stuff. Yeah. So you're, you're continuing to work. 
independently collaborating, which is yeah. the, the, a great thing. And I'm looking forward to, to taking in the show. It's on uh, February 2nd at the Ice Third. House. And I, I'm sorry. It's, I was reading it's it back. The first Friday. February, February it's the first Friday. Yeah. February 3rd. <laughs> yeah. 2023. Doors are at 7 p.m. Tickets are ten dollars and this is i'm really looking forward to because it it's such a unique you're, you're not just going to see a film you're not just going to listen to music you're not just going to see these incredibly crafted clay um heads you know it, it's all of it together and, and it's just great that you guys are doing this in our community honestly uh so i want to thank you guys for doing that um but yeah we're looking forward to it I, I don't know if you guys have anything else to say other than you know we hope to see you see everybody out there on the third of the no, that that's, that's it great. me that was great thank you all right guys um yeah, i just want to take the quick opportunity to thank our sponsors kitchen magic michael bernardin with remax realty molly's irish grill and sports pub on bethlehem south side made, made possible in lehigh valley and of course the wind creek event center check out some upcoming shows um and for alex and daniel guys thank you so much we appreciate your time and we look forward to checking out the forest primeval on February 3rd at the Ice House in Bethlehem. Thank you, George. Thank you. Thanks, George.